The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. Happy 4th of July week. We are celebrating our country and God all week long here on The View from a Pew, and we thank you for taking part. You can hear the entire segments, all four of them, at The, uh, at, uh, the View from a Pew on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com and then go to The View from a Pew and you'll find all of the shows uh, for this week, all the shows entitled God and Country. And we're also now on 14 different podcast sites. And uh, uh, whatever your favorite podcast place is to go, whether it be iHeart or Audible or Apple, do the same thing. Just search for The View from a Pew. My co-host, as always, is Delmar Austin, and we're talking about his family background and how how his ancestors came to America, actually fought in the Civil War, World War II, uh, also had ancestors like your father-in-law, things like that, who also fought in different wars, including uh, um, you guys are from Germany originally and you got a little French in you. But I want you to talk a little bit about the relationship between God and country, because a lot of people have forgotten how important that was to the people that founded our country just less than 300 years ago. Mark, you know, sometimes people say uh, when you're talking with others, when you're talking with people maybe you don't know too well, or even people you do know well, you need to avoid discussions about Religion and politics. Yeah, that's all I ever talk about. I know. That's what I like to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't heed that advice. I, I believe it's important to, to talk about these things. So that's why we're talking about God and country. I want to share with you some conclusions that I have after thinking through this and trying to understand you know, how this all fits together between God and country. And uh, my conclusions are three short ones, and we will talk more about these as we go along here. But the first one is God always comes first. Yeah, it's God and country. Right. And then family, or sometimes people will put family as number two. But yeah, it's God, country, and family. I am a Christian before I am an American. Okay. And I'm very patriotic, and I believe in America, but first of all, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. I am a Christian. And that that, uh, difference is very important that we don't start putting patriotism on the same level as our belief in God and our relationship with God. Yeah, you know, I always get asked that question from atheists about, well, if you would have been born in a different country like China or whatever, you wouldn't be a Christian. Yes, I would be, because God would have called me to be one of his soldiers no matter where I was. And there are Christians in every communist country of the world, too. That's right, yeah. Acts chapter 5 and verse 29, you might remember that Peter and John are called before the Sanhedrin, the religious leaders of the country, which was really the governmental leaders, too. 
And they said, when they were told not to preach about Jesus, they said, we must obey God rather than men. Man's authority is important. God doesn't say, you know, never obey governments. Government is put in place by God, but God is above government. Yes. We always put God first in relationships like that. And so that's a, that's a principle that we have to keep straight. Yeah, I agree. Second conclusion is the United States has played a special role in history. And I believe it's because of God's hand. Now, uh, historians today are doing a lot with that and trying to suggest that, you know, it was all in, in our minds and we, did, we were very abusive when we came to this country and God had nothing to do with it. It was all about our desires for more wealth or more land or whatever. And I've got a different take on that, and, and yeah, I, uh, too. I, I believe that definitely God's hand was involved in the establishment of our country and in what has been happening even in our country. Do you remember the story of the Battle Hymn of the Republic? No. Battle Hymn is written during the time of the Civil War. Uh, Julia Ward Howe is the, the lady that wrote that, that hymn. And uh, the first time that is played in public. Lincoln is there. Abraham Lincoln is there to hear it. Wow. And uh, wow, if you've ever heard that, that, if you've ever sung it or if you've ever heard it, that's a powerful song. And it is about God's hand yeah. in the leading of what's happening during the time of the Civil War. And that, to me, is just one sign that people in history, saw that, that God was involved well, in, in, in the process of this country and what's happening in this country. And if over the 4th of July or any time this week, I know the 4th was yesterday, but if you watched any programs where fireworks were going off, bands were playing, uh, you're guaranteed to hear uh, that one song, that battle hymn of the Republic, and of course, the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. And God Bless America by Kate Smith. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's some great songs. Yeah, absolutely. But but uh, here is a song which is a hymn that re- that recognizes God's uh, involvement in it, and certainly that was Lincoln's belief too. Uh, my last my last conclusion from all from looking at all this, looking at history, looking at what's happened, I do believe that America has had some major blind spots as we were developing as a nation. Now, I can love my nation. I can be loyal to my nation. I can be patriotic and still recognize the fact that we did have some major blind spots. Yeah, we've not been a perfect country. Uh, That's one of the reasons why we're Christians, because Christians aren't perfect. That's kind of the whole idea. And, and we have made some attempts yep. to remedy some of those problems uh, and some of the things that happened along the way. If you look at American history, there's a lot of good that I see that's there, but there's some bad that's there too. Yeah. That, that was unfortunate that did happen. And, and, and we look at that whole picture because we're trying to see what God was trying to do even throughout 
the 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 good and the bad. Yeah, you know, we uh, I've always felt we didn't treat the American Indian correctly, and I I wish we'd go back and fix that. And the other, of course, we did fix, but it was not a good time for our uh, country. Is when we had slavery, but we fixed that, and we think we fixed the American Indian situation. We're getting much, much better at it, and I hope maybe uh, this is the century that uh, completely cleans that up. Well, I think we live in a very imperfect world, and we maybe might never clean everything up, but we can learn from the past, and we can do better than what we've done in the past, too. Mac, you ask you asked a question uh, actually at the end of the last yes. program that we had. Is the United States still a Christian country today? Give me your feedback on that, Mac, and then I'll say a few thought, thoughts on it too. Well, I mean, thank heavens we're not a one religion, one belief country. That's why our forefathers came over and and went through everything they did to make sure that in this country you had freedom of religion. And there's a bunch of dopeheads out there who love to say freedom from religion. But that's not how it was intended, and that's not how it was written. So, yes, I believe we are a Christian country. Um, um, Are there people who are free to be other than Christian? You bet. And I'm glad they're here, too. But we're a Christian country. That's right. And Not as much as we were, <laughs> but more now. If, if you asked, you know, if you did a, uh, a survey uh, all the way through the country, uh, most people, uh, if asked, would say Christian rather than some other belief. Yes. So, so that is, is true. And, th- and the institutions of... Christianity, I think, are fairly strong within the United States still. At the same time, I think you see a weakness in terms of actual Christian living. Yes. And what I mean by that, I, I know that other other polling places like Barna, Barna Research, have uh, talked, you know, have done extensive research, and they've said there's probably less than one in five in the country today that really are what you'd call an active Christian. Well, and do you think that's less than it was 100 years ago? Active is the operative term? I don't know because we didn't do polling <laughs> back yeah, well, then, that's at that true. time. But, you know, I, I enjoy working with atheists yeah. and not to convert them, just to help them to understand where I'm coming from because maybe there's some uh, 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 similarity that we can work on. Right. But I know if there's an atheist listening, they're not going to agree with this, and I don't mean to offend you, but you are part of the Christian community. Mm-hmm. You are part of the Protestant community. Well, you do have your own religion, and it has everything to do with God and Jesus Christ. Right. They don't like to hear that, but it's true. I do think that we would have, as Christians, we would have more influence in our country if we were more active as Christians. If we were more not only going to church and reading your Bible, but we, we were actually being God's witnesses in this world. I think we would have uh, a, ma- a stronger influence in this world. So, you know, you can, you can argue about uh, whether it's a Christian nation or not. There are a lot of signs that we seem to be moving away from, from our, our Christian moorings. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as, as we go by. We were talking about religious diversity, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. We have a, a fair amount of religious diversity because we do believe that this is a place that people can come to and that they should have a right to worship how they feel uh, how they how they feel convicted by God. Yeah. Now I, uh, we're running out of time for today, but do you think that the other side who are not Christian respect us as much as we respect them? I'm afraid the answer to that is no. I think we're more tolerant than any other uh, religion is. Well, and and some people would even question, you know. Maybe we shouldn't. We maybe we shouldn't offer so much religious freedom to people. Well, but I I say freedom should not be enforced upon anyone, and 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 we should not use pressure in order to make people believe certain things. Religious freedom itself is a gift from God because God gives freedom. Well, and you know what's interesting is it's it, it it's not us or our churches or our sermons or our music to bring. Uh, people to God. God brings himself to them and says, you're invited. Come be with me. And uh, so for those people who think that uh, Christians are intolerant, um, it's it's really a two-way street, and we we really can all live together and be comfortable. All right, we're coming back tomorrow. God comes first as we enjoy this Fourth of July week. I'm Mac McCoy. If I haven't told you lately, thanks for listening. Love this job. Couldn't do it without you. Delmar Austin, my co-host, and of course, DivineTruthChristianStore.com is our sponsor. And thank you for sponsoring, and thanks for listening. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.